skip a Garfield? Did we? Well, I feel like, uh, oh, no, no, no. I started hosting that one, and you finished hosting it. I don't know why we did that. That's fine. We didn't skip a Garfield. I, uh, well, no, I was worried sure. because cause you, you read the closing there, and that made me get worried. It doesn't matter. We're fine. Oh, was that, that was your hosting? Yeah, oh. but it doesn't matter. I, just, okay. I was worried we had maybe skipped one or something, but I don't think that's what happened. I was too. Because it's like, oh, you're sk- you're hosting again, which is fine. That way, that way I don't have to read the tagline I've got, which is, you're listening to Being Jim Davis, the podcast that's a euphemism for sexual intercourse. My name is Christopher Winter, and I'm Jim Davis. My name is John Gibson, and I'm Jim Davis. John, as you know, being our primary host today... So you well know that today is Sunday, May 9th, 1982, and today we're reading the 1421st ever Garfield strip. My question for you, John, mm-hmm. what happens in today's Garfield? Chris, in today's Garfield, I kind of enjoyed this one. Yeah, I agree. I at least like, you know, the, we get, I like the first half. We get a lot of shots of the back of Garfield's head. You know, I like that. Uh, you love it. We love seeing the back of Garfield's head. John, yeah. how about those drapes? Oh yeah, I don't mean this. That's my as, response, John. I I don't mean this as a euphemism at all. I really hope the carp, carpet matches the drapes because if John Arbuckle's carpet looked like that, it would be awesome. That would be an absurd design decision for be a, a carpet. crazy carpet. Yeah. Okay. All right. Panel. Uh, yeah, we got eight panels. The first panel, is preliminary. Opening panel. Disgust. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Talk about panel one. Panel one. Narrative this panel is the, one. This is the throwaway popular narrative throwaway panel. panel. Mm-hmm. And we see Garfield sitting on an armchair, which has been strategically positioned next to a windowsill. And he's leaning, he's resting his head on his the palm of his hand mm-hmm. with his elbow on the windowsill. What do you feel this strategy was involved in uh, positioning that armchair? It was positioned such that Garfield could sit the way he's sitting. Yeah, but what's the strategic end? So, okay, that's a dumb question, and I retract it. That's a dumb. It. Qu- that's a dumb question. I retract it. Everything's dumb, John. Everything's I'm just dumb. a dumb person who's not good at podcasting. <laughs> I don't sell yourself short. <laughs> okay, John, I'm just a person who's not good at podcasting. <laughs> There's other stuff you're not good at too. It's true. I'm also bad at editing podcasts. (laughs) Okay. Um, Panels two through four are honestly, it's just a a gem of a triptych here, John. Yeah. It's the second, the second row. Yeah. If if you're, if you're, if you're you're looking at the strip in terms of, you know, Uh top row, middle row, bottom row. In terms of rows. Yeah. Yeah. So the bottom right, I don't know, sixth, (laughs) Is just Garfield's head. The back, we see mm. a nice, close, big shot of the back of Garfield's head. Big old ears, nice stripes. <sighs> and then the rest yes. of the shot is framed with like some drapes on the left and right. And the drapes, John, are what is that? Mauve with yellow flowers? I was going to say mauve, but mauve is funnier. <laughs> I feel like it's mauve. <laughs> I feel like it's funnier. Um, and because we're looking out the window, and out the window we see this hilarious little scene. It's a little, a little. 
It's like a play within a play, John. This is like Hamlet. It's wheels like, within wheels. Hamlet also had wheels, as we both agree. <laughs> yeah, okay. So why would, you, why would you put a wheel what? within another wheel? Like, what purpose does that serve? Uh, mechanical advantage? How? I don't know. I'm not a machinist. Like, but what's the wheel? Like, there's a big wheel, and then there's another little wheel inside of it? I don't know. I I don't know. I honestly, I genuinely don't know. I don't know if that's, so like, we, a thing that you yeah. do. I don't know. We see this little... This I mean, is a ball bearing a wheel? Cause, I don't feel know. like a ball bearing is a wheel. I think a ball bearing is a ball. Yeah, that's a fair point. Um, All right, what happens in this triptych? Trip, trip. T- what happens in this three-part? This tripped-up triptych. Um, yeah, this a tripped is, up, I tripped up on saying triptych. This is just a little, a little, little mini play within a play here. It it's, was worth it. Okay, there's two cars. One of them is red, and it's it's a convertible because it doesn't have any top at all. The other one is blue. It's kind of like a sedan. This red car rams up and, and rear ends the blue car on a road in a grassy field. And the red car mm-hmm. goes, scree, and then there's a crunch as it rear ends the blue car. And that's panel one. Panel two, the driver of the red car, who's wearing a green shirt, he's jumping up and down inside his car, which is convertible. He can do that. There's no ceiling. And he's saying, John, and this is a direct quote, yabba, yabba, yabba. Yeah. <laughs> and the driver of the blue car has got out. He's looking at the driver of the red car. He's, he's standing sort of behind the blue car. And then in panel three. Chris, I don't mean to interrupt, but uh-huh. it's worth pointing out yeah, that. I'd like to hear this. That the car is like the size of a motorcycle in relation to this guy. Yeah. The people are way too big for the cars. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Carry panel, on. Panel three, the driver of the blue car just punches the bejesus out of the driver of the red car. <laughs> nice that John, that that's a roundhouse punch, judging from the <laughs> judging from the uh, the yeah. motion lines there. It's a round it's a powerful roundhouse punch. He goes, Sock is the onomatopoeia. And the driver of the red car just flies off into the to the left distance there. Yeah. And Garfield first. thinks Garfield thinks, way to sock it to him. Sock it to me. That's what Garfield thinks. <laughs> sock it to me. Um, and that's that's panels. Uh, um, isn't that how? Isn't that how Richard Nixon said it when he was on Laughing? I think so, John. Yeah. Okay. And and honestly, a this, topical reference. It seems like this is a reference because those drapes, the mauve with the yellow flowers, it looks very Laughing style. Oh yeah, it does. So I mean, how could this not be a reference to that? Yeah. Um. Subtle. Yeah. Garfield, a clear a clear stand-in for President Richard Nixon, um, the most you know selfish president to date. Well, but no, but he's he's just he's just sitting there watching it, right? He should be like I don't know. Well, it's say he's scheming, John. He's always you know. St- okay, that's panels one through three of the triptych, which are <laughs> panels two through four of the Garfield. Yeah. Okay, and the rest of the panels feature nothing from about the outside. That's we're done with that. That's yeah, it. Yeah. The, the, the good that the was good the thing bits that happened. Honestly. Garfield was a bystander, a witness to this event, uh, and he he can he can pass. I'll have pass forward the story to future generations. I'll have something to say about that when we get through the Garfield. Okay. All right. So, all right. So it's the same shot as that first panel, and he's now he's looking at us, 
And he's doing a little like moralizing here. He thinks human beings, why do they yell at each other? Why do they hurt each other? In panel two of the third row, also known as narrative panel five, six, six, narrative panel six, Odie appears from the left and he says, Earth? And he's smiling in his eyes. Yeah, not Arf. Earth. And Garfield's looking at him and Garfield is displeased. Well, Garfield probably misheard, probably probably thought Odie was calling him a turf. That's possible, yeah. John, what happens and, in the final panel? I don't know. There's a joke about J.K. Rowling. That's fine. I don't know. Uh, Garfield smacks Odie's nose, mm-hmm. and his nose does that thing. What's, where the, it's what's like, the noise it makes? Oh, sorry. It actually, there actually is an onomatopoeia. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the noise is woing, woing, W-O-I-N-G. Yeah. Exclamation. Woing. Like that, I think. Yeah, yeah. I, w- I would have liked it if there were like a couple of extra Gs, but, that would but, have been but yeah, but yeah. Uh, and Garfield is thinking, what do you know? Yeah, that's fine. So here's my thought about this, John. Panels two, three, and four, like when we're looking from behind Garfield's head, we have a really clear view of that road, which runs parallel. Like it's clearly it's running parallel to the line of the window, right? Like to the windowsill. Sure. I feel that. that yeah. Where, why isn't it visible? Yeah. It should be visible in panels one, five, six, and seven, and the fact that it's not suggests that that little triptych in the middle there row two panels two three four maybe that's like garfield's dream yeah sure you know it's all happening inside garfield's head yeah almost looks like the cars are floating out from between his ears i mean and they do like but maybe i guess that would go towards explaining like some of the incongruities about like the size of the people and all that you know like yeah and they do look they yeah there's nothing there's no there's no congruency. Yeah. They look they look like little toy people. They do. They look like cartoons. They're not realistically portrayed, unlike everything else in the Garfield. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. What are you going to do? Yeah. I'm just admiring Garfield's ears in those panels. Yeah. Those are some fabulous ears. What, um, what, 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 what if those ears were like lips? Like what if what if that was... What if that was what was going on? Wow, that really that was changed a, my perspective on this Garfield. Like a, if that's a pair like a of beak. lips. It was like a beak yeah, almost. Yeah, it's like there's some monstrous bird. <laughs> you know? It's like where it doesn't seem to have eyes. What about that? That's that what I want to know up. about. That would be a really messed up bird, John. Yeah. We have nightmares about this bird. Mm. Or whatever. Yeah, okay. I don't know. Uh, you've been listening to Being Jim Davis, yep. which is uh, what won us the Cold War. It's true. It's true. We w- um, wait. We won a Cold War. Yeah, a, a, a Cold War. I like to. I like to call it the Cold War. It's like, you know? It sounds like you went on Wheel of Fortune, and the prize was a Cold War. 
Mm. A brand new Cold War. A new gun. That's actually that seems like more of a Price Is Right prize. That's in the showcase showdown. One of the one of the showcases is a new Cold War. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember the Cold War? Yeah. Those were the days. Those those were the days. Thank you and good night. Thank you and good night. When I was young, I never thought I would be anything. Growing up in Muncie, Indiana, surrounded by podunk, half-ass, freeloaders, my best friend Lyman, he's here with me. I never thought I could be Jim Davis, but look at me now, I'm fucking Jim Davis, Jim Davis. I'm being Jim Davis. This podcast was brought to you by the Pitch Drop Podcast Network. Like what you just heard? Support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop. And while you're at it, check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows.